You are listening to the Real Estate Proverbs Podcast with host Kevin Jefferson. This is the number one podcast for African-American real estate professionals who are doing extraordinary things. It's time to tune in. And now, your host, the people's lender, Kevin Jefferson. Kevin Jefferson. Hello, welcome to the Real Estate Proverbs Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Jefferson. And today we have a special guest by the name of Nasser LRB, better known as the Real Estate Guru. How you doing, Nasser? I'm doing all right, man. Can't complain, bro. That's what's up. Tell, tell the fans a little bit about who you are. Well, I'm Nasser LRB, the Real Estate Guru. Not a guru, I'm a guru because I actually do this business. Been involved in real estate since about 2007. And um, I'm out of the Charlotte, North Carolina market and uh, we just, my company, we wholesale houses, we um, fix and flip, we build houses, flip land, um, you know, we pretty much did everything you can do on the residential level. We pretty much done for the most part. That's awesome, man. So, uh, man, I, I've, I've been following you since 2013. I, I, I'm not 100% sure, but you're the first real estate investor that I seen on uh, YouTube back in 2013. It wasn't very many back then. Um, wasn't very many. Wasn't a lot of authenticity back then. Now it's like 8 million. So Right, right. But you're still here, man. So that's a, a test of time, man. That's to be uh, commended, brother. Yeah, it's a blessing. That's what's up. So kind of tell tell us the, the audience about uh, your journey into real estate. How did you get started? All right. So basically about um, when I was 19 years old, so a long time ago, man, 19 years old, uh, I overheard my father talking about the guy next door. He flipped the house. He bought it for one fifty, sold it or um, uh, put 20 into it and sold it for 270 So as a 19-year-old kid, I'm like, wow, this guy just made $100,000. I want to do real estate. So, you know, I was just like, well, sheesh, I want to, um, I want to get into real estate. So what do I need to do? And um, I asked my father and he took me, he told me to talk to a friend who fixes credit. So um, I was 19. So I didn't need my credit fix. I just needed some credit. And then that's when the journey began. And um, at 24, I bought my first property and I ended up losing like $14,000 on that part property, me and my partner. Wow. So so what happened in the deal for you guys to lose 14 grand? Oh, we did everything wrong, man. We bought the property wrong. We um, came up with our own value out of our head. We picked the wrong contractor. I mean, you name it, we did it wrong. Right. So that was your real coaching, first coaching class, huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. Um, so, so running into that, you know, losing fourteen thousand dollars, which is a, a chunk of change, man. That's a good amount of money. What made you want to continue? Because most people stop at that point. What made me? Oh, I was I was young, man. I was too stupid to quit at that point, man. I was I was like, man, this. I said, man, this real estate thing works. It's just that I ain't do something wrong, right? And I just kept at it, man. Wow, that's amazing, man. So you know, fast forward. You've uh, you've went through your you know your, your downside, I guess, of the uh, market in terms of you losing money. And how'd your next deal fare? Um, my next deal was a rental property in 2008. So my first one was in 2007. Next one in 2008. Another one in 2009. And um, then from there, um, in 2009, there was two rental properties, right? Two rental properties. So I still don't know anything about creative real estate. And from there in 2000, I read a book, um, Rich Dad Poor Dad, which led me to my local rear, which in turn led me to wholesaling houses. So 
And from there, man, uh, I want to say I did my first wholesale deal in 2011. Gotcha. And for those who don't know, man, what's what's wholesaling? Wholesaling is basically when you um, buy and sell a property, well, the, the rights, the contractual rights to a property, um, wholesaling houses, rather, when you buy and sell the contractual rights to a property. So therefore, you'll find the property at a deep discount. Let's say a property is worth 100 and you find it for 40 and then you get the contract with the seller for $40,000. Then you turn around and sign that property for, I guess, $55,000. And um, a cash buyer known as a landlord or a flipper, um, they will then buy that in that closing. You got a check for $15,000. Wow, that's amazing. So right now, um, in terms of you know wholesaling, is that predominantly what you do or are you spread out? Because I, when I first start you know, looking at you, I think you were strictly wholesale. It was either land or homes, but I didn't see you doing anything else at that time. Yeah, I'm predominantly wholesale. Absolutely predominantly wholesale. Okay, cool. Uh, why specifically that niche? Um, it's once you got the science down to getting it done, it's kind of, you know, why turn it off? Right. You, know, you don't, you, the, if I had to uh, give a, a good reason why you risk the least amount of capital and you have a large upsell. So a large upside of it. So I was like, man, ain't no need to give, give this up. I seen guys give it up to only come right back to it. Right. Wow. So in terms of your wholesale business, um, how do you get your deals? Um, yes. Well, just in terms of wholesale business, uh, the way I get my deals is I basically do ring voicemail, text messages and cold calls. Gotcha. So it's so how like how long did it take? Does it take you to get in touch with those people? Because I know they don't call you right off the bat. Like what what time? Like how many times do you need to follow up? How many times I need to follow up? Okay, that's a good question. So, I mean, some uh, very few times you get them on the first hit. Majority of the time, you're following up three, four, five months straight. Right. So it's not as, as, as easy as people think. You know, typically they think wholesaling is the easy way to get into real estate. What's your take on it? Uh, uh, it's, it takes a lot of work. It's simple, but it's not easy. I'm going to say this is a great way to get in if you want to get in and not risk a lot of capital and or you don't have a lot of money. Got you. Um, and I, I, you know, I do a little investing myself, but I have a question for you. Uh, besides you're a wholesaler, do you consider wholesalers investors? Oh, uh, do I consider wholesaling an investor strategy? No. Got you. Why is that? It's not an investor side strategy. It's a transactional business. You're only as good as your last wholesale. Correct. So okay. yeah, it's all it's it's just a transactional business. So it's not really an investment per se. Gotcha. And you're in the uh, Charlotte market. Is that the only location that you uh, wholesale in? Well, the Charlotte metro area. So for the most part, right now, yes, we're just doing the Charlotte and the surrounding counties. Gotcha. How many uh, how many deals do you think you guys do a month? We're at like five to seven right now. Okay. Um, so what's the what's the goal for uh, your company? Well, basically, right this year, man, I want to take advantage. Of, I'm getting back into rehabbing, man. So we're going to be rehabbing and um, getting back into rehabbing some. So, you know, we ideally, we could take it to $3 million. That'd be cool for, for us. Wow. Wow. And what are you, are you seeing any uptick in, you know, properties being available or not being available in this market because of the way it is? Right now in any major city, it's going to be a shortage of inventory. So gotcha. it's definitely a shortage of inventory. So, 
you know, if you can get an off-market property and the numbers work, doesn't have to be a good deal. Just the numbers work for an um, an investor, man. They are in a sale. Gotcha. So, break a wholesale deal down for me. Like, what do you look for to consider it a good deal for you? Okay, so basically, um, just to keep it simple, uh, let's uh, when you break down a wholesale deal, let's take it back to your 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 end user, not the end user, but your end user as a wholesaler, which is going to be your flipper or your landlord. So that person wants to be seven anywhere between 70 and 80% all in. So that means if a property is worth 100, they want to be, uh, if they're 70% is 70, 75, 75,000. And if they're 80%, you know, 80,000. And then they either, um, they're the landlord or they uh, rehab the property. Gotcha. So is there a set number that you look for in you profiting or does it all depend upon the deal? All depends upon the deal, man. You know, we, 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 we go on with the estimate. The estimate of uh, uh, 10K, but it's all, you know, about the deal. Okay. Um, So if it comes in at 7K, 8K, you still take a look at it, right? Hell yeah. (laughs) It's a good day, right? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, bro, I used to work for $10 an hour, dog. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I ain't turning that down. Gotcha, gotcha. And I know we typically, you know, most podcasts typically start with the beginning. Uh, I wanted to start where you are now and kind of dig into uh, you working at the call centers and what pushed kind of pushed you out when you, uh, you know, decide to go full time wholesaling. Um, well, OK, so. Well, with the costs, I never wanted to be there in the first place. You know what I'm saying? I don't aim that low. It was just like a job that was hiring. And that's what it all always was. It's a job just over broke. So I never looked at it as a career. I always looked at like, yo, why am I even here? So, you know, my first, well, my first two jobs, man, my paycheck ain't have a comma. So that kept me motivated and knew I I had to get out of there. So Wow. That's amazing, man. And uh, have you worked a job since? Um, since I got fired in September of 2012, no. That's awesome, man. So real estate's been your uh, your bread and butter ever since. Um, yeah. So what what makes you want to get in back into the rehabbing? I want to take advantage of this hot market, bro, because people are putting on putting product out and then it's getting 10, 20, 50, 30, 40,000 over asking price right now in this particular market. So I just want to take advantage of that if possible. Right. So, so I guess that's where the division of wholesaling helps, because if you don't want to rehab it, you'll still put it back on the market to someone else. There you go. Yes. Yeah, you ever dabble in any new construction? Absolutely. I built I built a few houses. Yes, absolutely. OK. I've been out over the years, man. I I, I kind of like scaled back on it because I want to get my own GC license so I can be so I can have a hundred percent control. Gotcha. So when you um, when you did your new construction, I guess when you did your rehab and you subbed everything out. Yes, that's correct. Well, you know, get, you hire a GC because it's over. Um, so it is it, you hire a GC. The reason why you hire a GC because it's over thirty thousand in North Carolina. Anything over um, thirty thousand, you need a GC. And they got to pull the, the overall construction permit. So, um, yeah. So that's always how I, I got my stuff done. Gotcha. But, um, it's, you know, the ideal situation. And um, I would like to, I want to be the GC on the project, the official GC. You know what I mean? Where I'm making sure everything's done and I can put together my team of subs and not have to rely on another GC who really don't care. Right. 
So how many projects do you think you could handle at that point all at one time? I mean, I've done six and seven by my, you know, with going through people. But if I was the GC, I mean, my play is to I'm going to hire a project manager. Like, let me grow the business. I'll get the project manager, you know, and have them out there, you know, making sure everything is things are getting done properly. Gotcha. So that we can do 10 to 20 to 30 properties. Gotcha. So how how does the real... How has the real estate guru evolved? Like, have you had mentors, coaches, um, masterminds, mentors? Um, absolutely, coaches. Absolutely, bro. That stuff is important, bro. And right. you gotta invest in yourself, man. I mean, I was in this high level mastermind for three years, man. It was twenty thousand a year, bro. So you know, can't be afraid to invest if you want to grow. Like. Everybody say they want to grow, but if you know how to do it without, you know, anybody else help, that's fine. But I didn't. So I had to invest. So at what point did you say, you know what, now, nah, sir, I need I need to grow this business and I want to figure out how to do it uh, faster than I am now? Like what what was the point where you decided to do that and to invest in yourself? I'm going to say, I mean, when the opportunity came in front of me where I could get join something like that, you know? And then when I did, it was just, it was great. You know, I always read about them in books about joining masterminds and things of that nature. Then I had the opportunity and I was like, man, I'm in. Gotcha. Gotcha. And in terms of, um, you know, being in those masterminds, did you go to a different one? Cause you say you was in one for three years. Are you still in that same mastermind? No, I'm not in in that mastermind, I'm at, then I, you know, uh, I got burnt out from traveling four times a year. So from there, uh, my next step was, you know, just chilled out, you know, around my business. And then I got a coach. And from having a coach, you know, I was just um, from, from having a coach, I was just uh, been uh, doing that. And now I just recently joined another mastermind is for de- developing. So, yes. Gotcha. And that's something that I know there are very few uh, African-American developers in the United States, man. Very few, very few, you know, absolutely, brother. So it's a group of us and we're trying to come together and put a play together. So, yes. Gotcha. And so what makes you want to uh, become a developer? Uh, what makes me want to become uh, the developer is, you know, I, I've been wanting to do this since I was 19, bro. I'm 37, bro. So I just want to grow in real estate, man. I I don't see myself doing something outside of real estate. You know, I just want to grow it, man. And um, so what's next after residential? Commercial. Commercial. You know, what's next after commercial? You know, getting into development spin of commercial because commercial is commercial property. That's vague. You can be a commercial landlord. You can hold multifamily. You can do developing. So you know, I just want to grow my career, you know, like evolve, um, you know, like, there, and there's nothing wrong with somebody being in residential the whole life. There's nothing wrong. Believe me, I know guys way more successful than I am. And all they do is residential real estate, you know, so there's nothing wrong. It's just with me. I know where I wanted to go and where the, the vision I wanted to have, you know, residential real estate is great. I don't know if I ever stop holding something. It's just so great, but yeah, it's great, man. So, I can't, you know, I can't talk. I, I'm, I don't want your listeners to think that I'm comparing um, one to the other as one being better than the other because online we always see that conversation, right. you know. Oh, it's bad, it's bad. Not, hey man, look, bro, whatever works for you, you know, that's going to keep you away from a nine to five and give you a life worth living. Then do that, you know. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It can be whatever works for you, you know. So. 
yeah, man, but that's just with me. I just wanted to always, I always envision myself owning apartment buildings. Always envision myself um, uh, being, but, but but one day becoming this uh, developer guy. So got you. So so like, where did that vision come from? Did your parents have investment properties, or is just nah, come bro? From- we was in the we 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 wasn't poor. We were middle class, but we was living in the hood because in New Jersey, the cost of living was so expensive. It's either you know you rich or poor, ain't really much in between. So, yeah, man. But with that being said, um, now I went to them. Now I had a great upraising. They taught me saving and the basic of finances, unlike my counterparts. You know, they took they taught me how to write a check and all that. So you know, they they definitely raised me for the most part. But you know, um, just that one conversation in nineteen, I was sold on real estate from there. That one, me hearing that one conversation, and then. Bro, look, the guy pulled up to the house one day, right? Uh-huh. Here it is. I'm on the porch. Let me show the porch. I'm sitting on the porch, right? Yeah, I'm 19. I'm 19. So the porch. Man, whatever year it was, he had the Range Rover of that year in the model girl hop out on the passenger side. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm like, bro, I am so, bro. What do I need to do to get in? So, and you know, when you um when you younger and you don't have any money, you're are fascinated with materialistic things. And then when you get the money, you're no longer fascinated with that stuff. But um, yeah, man. So I was like, man, give me a range room. This 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 is what it is right here. I'm about to give me a range room, bro. I'm be on the properties and all this. So yeah, man, it's 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 crazy. Just right. with somebody. And he, I don't know who he is and he don't know who I am and just how he could just inspire somebody like that. Wow. Just one conversation. Then you saw the, the girl come out the truck and that was it. That was it. I was sold, bro. I'm sold. Yeah. That's what's up. So in terms of you, you keep saying vision and that drive, what fuels it? It's, it's got to be more than money. Like what continues to fuel it? Um, well, what continues to fuel it? Okay. Well, the things that continue to fuel it, man, is just that that hunger for more. You know, that hunger for more, bro. I just always just always like always wanted more. Always want I just always wanted more, bro. So it's just that hunger. Yeah, I see. It's it's just like, you know, I think it's more you can learn it, but I think it's more of a characteristic, man. Some people just born like just want more. Right. Right. Yeah, it's uh so like to me, I think there's some people that that peak early. Like you got the cat in school who might have been in middle school as a star. And when he get to high school, he's not even on the team because he's still smaller than everybody else. At one point he was taller. Um, yeah. Then you got the cat that was the star in high school and then he kind of peaked. And then you got the guy that gets better after he leaves high school. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, with that being said, man, if a person's listening to this podcast, they want to get into the wholesale space, what would be the top two things you would tell them they would they must do before they even get started? All right. The top things they must do is they want to get into the wholesale space, then just prepare themselves mentally for the process of everything was about to happen, all the the uncomfortableness that they have to do. And things of that nature. So get heavy into self-development, research wholesaling, you know, then put a budget aside, then put time aside, 
how much of how much time you can actually invest in this. Because as you know, people want to invest as little as possible as far as time, but get a huge return back. And unfortunately, life don't work like that. Right. So, yeah. Do you do any coaching? I don't do coaching, but we do have a program. So uh, I have a course that I, I put I put out just to end of last year. So and on wholesaling, it's called, uh, you can go to maxandnas.com. So maxandnas.com, and we have that course. And, you know, of course, my free content on YouTube, Real Estate Guru. And um, yeah, so that's basically all I have, man. I'm going to be dropping the ebook soon. So hopefully that'll be out soon. Gotcha. And you're an author as well, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm an author. Um, my book is Flip the Houses on Flip Houses Like Burgers, which is on Amazon. And um, make sure y'all follow me on Instagram, Real Estate Guru. So that way I'm going to be giving that book away for free soon and I'm going to be selling the new book. So hopefully you guys can at least get the old book for free if you don't want to buy the new book. Gotcha. Gotcha. Are there any other resources uh, someone could tap into with on the investing side besides uh, YouTube videos? Um, any other resources? I mean, not necessarily for wholesale. I mean, it's, it's niche down. If you're going to get somebody's ebook, go to your local RIA. Um, you know, the local area with the meetups and things of that nature. So um, your best like to learn wholesaling, I'm going to say YouTube University is a great start. Gotcha. 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 And then in terms of um, in terms of scaling your wholesale business, um, obviously, you know, it, it's, it's you. But do you have a team or systems in place to help you grow? All right. As far as scamming it, um, I'm sorry, scaling it. Yes, I do have a team. I have a team that I, I, I have in place to help me grow. So that's how I'm able to do these calls and things of that nature and get things done. But yes, I do have a team. I have people working for me. Got you. And in, in terms of systems, uh, you had mentioned text blast and uh, emails. Is that all automated? Yeah. Well, we have a system we use, um, durutexting.com durutexting.com. And with that system, I mean, this is basically how we text people, um, easy to use. And um, also we have um, a dialer for the cold calling, which is Duru Dialer. And this stuff is not free, unfortunately. It does, you have to pay for it, but Duru Dialer, D-I-A-L-E-R, so um, .com. So Duru Dialer, you know, we use these type of um, things to blast and we use an RVM service, um, REIRL, and with the ringless voicemail, um, which works pretty well, what we do is, you know, do those drops to people's phones to get them to call back. But yeah, we just use these programs and that in the place. And then the guy who works for me, he just manages everything and call people back. And I have VAs doing the phone work. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Well, man, I know you're a busy guy. Listen, I, I don't take it lightly that you took the time to spend on my podcast. Uh, once again, for all of those who want to uh, follow you, can you give us your uh, social media information? Real Estate Duru. So Real Estate Duru, one word, Duru, D-O-R-U. And um, it's the Real Estate Duru. Then I got my Facebook group, Wholesaling with the Duru. So you can check that out as well. Gotcha. Awesome. Well, Nasa, I appreciate it. Um, if you like this podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and comment. And I'm your host, Kevin Jefferson. Have a great day. Thank you for listening and be sure to follow Kevin on Instagram at The People's Lender. We'll see you here next time on Real Estate Proverbs with Kevin Jefferson.